0: Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hi, everybody. Welcome to grab your keys. We're super excited today to have Teresa Sprague. Sprague, right? Sprague.
1: Sprague. Sprague.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm looking right at your name and I'm like, I know that's not, I'm not going to say it right, Sprague. She Mm -hmm. is the National Director of Growth and Development at Success Mortgage Partners. That is a mouthful, but we're super excited to have you because I know you have a ton of great information. Let me ask you something. How did you end up being the national director of growth and development?
1: Well, that's actually a little bit of a longer story. But number one, thank you, Sue, for having me on. I appreciate it for sure, and I feel honored to to hang out with you for a little bit today. Um, it was, you know, it was hard work and a lot of time. I put my dues in. That's for sure. I've had 20 years in the mortgage uh, business. Done just about everything in the industry started as a receptionist I was a loan partner I was a processor I did order outs I worked in our lock desk I did appraisals I was our first account executive I did onboarding and then I got I actually became a recruiter and then about three years ago our CEO asked me and said hey I'd love for you to have the opportunity to lead our growth and development team which is how I got here so
0: yeah well you've done a tremendous job in growth and development and I love that you're a woman. A woman handling that, de- that development of the everything. You started Ladies of Lending, which is amazing, and I think that you really are a great advocate um, for women in business. And it's really great that you're, you know, that you head um, up that department and uh, do such a great job. So uh, I love that you are part of success in that manner. What is something that, you know, what would your three keys to success, do you think, um, what do you think they are?
1: Alrighty. So I was thinking long and hard about this over the weekend because, you know what, normally I'm doing the interviewing, so I don't have to think about all these answers, but the girls are nice enough to give me uh, some questions in advance. Um, Number one, I would say passion. So you got to absolutely love what you do. Whether that's, and that's in your life, and your work, and anything. If you don't love it, find something else. That would be my number one. Um, my number two would be having a team. And I mean a team in life and a team at work. So in life, making sure you have mentors, coaches, other women that you can be with, friends, family, people that you can lean on for all of the personal side. And then when it comes to work, work with people that you know, like, and trust. Surround yourself with a team of people that believe the same things that you do and want to fight as hard and work as hard with you. There's just not enough hours in the week to worry about, oh, did I pick the right person? Are they as motivated as me? I want to know that they believe the same things that I do and want everything as much as I do.
0: Yeah, I love that. So passion team. What was the third one? The third one is control. So I know that
1: sounds like kind of a weird one, but let me tell you what I mean by that. So when I think about it, I actually have a sign right above my desk that says control the things that you actually can have empowerment in. So like my thoughts, um, what I give my energy to, how I speak to myself, the goals that I set, how I spend my free time, how I handle challenges and my boundaries. What i don't want to do is focus because i don't have control over the actions of others what the future holds what the past was the opinions of others how they think of me i can't control any of that
0: so if i focus on that circle of the things that i can every day is going to be incredible yeah so i love four things that you said so far so that we're getting so much out of this conversation and we've only been in it for five minutes, but seriously, hard work. I totally always say you can, everybody can work hard, but I'm always gonna be able to outwork you. So, you know, put me in a race with somebody and you know, hard work always wins, absolutely always wins. And I love the passion because when you are passionate about what you do, it's not hard work. It's just something that you love to do. And, uh, and that's, and that's super important. And having a team, I always say, like, I'm not great at everything, but my team, it can be great at everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to be great at everything. So I love that. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head, especially uh, woman to woman, especially with the control, like we can't control about what others think of us. And we can't control about, you know, if someone uses us or not, but we can control our message and we can control ourselves. And I love what you said about energy, the energy, like what the energy you put out into the universe is the energy that you will get back. And, you know, I know when I walk into my office, if my energy is bad, then my whole entire office's energy is going to be bad. And you probably know that with the team that you run. You walk into the office in a bad mood and everyone's in a bad mood. And then you're like, what did I just do? Because now my day's hard.
1: Well, and I have a process that I go through when I get to the office. I sit in my car for about three minutes before I walk in the door. I think about anything that happened at home or I need to do for that day. And then I agree to myself that stays in this car.
0: I get out of the car,
1: I walk in the door. And I, because I know when I get back in the car to go home, it'll be right there waiting for me. But while I'm here, I want to focus on all of the things that I can do via work and how I can lead my team and how I can help and grow this company. So I just leave that there. And it actually sometimes gives me relief because it's a break from that. It's a break from the other real- realities that you have going on in life. and it- I promise it's still sitting there when I go to leave eight hours later.
0: and And it is, it is. And, you know, as being a working mom, you have to wear a lot of different hats. And even though you leave it in the car, you're still getting a text. You're still getting a phone call. I mean, you're a mom of three boys and you have a fourth boy, which is your husband. And, you know, you both, you all have to like, you know, figure it out how do you balance the the working the mom the sports the you know getting home and the dinner how does that all work i mean how does that well, work in your house
1: you know it's funny because everyone says balance right where do you, there isn't one Zo? and you know this as well as i do it's survival mode <laughs> it really is and it is having a team of people I'm very, very blessed because my mother is heavily involved in our life and my mother-in-law lives with me. So that is a huge bonus on my part. She hopes I get home to a home-cooked meal every day. And she's always like, hey, you know what? You work all day. This is how I can contribute to the family. I'm lucky my older boys um, are 18 and 20, so they get to help with the six-year-old. So that I've got some added uh, assets there and resources with them.
0: Right. But yeah, it it takes a village. It really does.
1: Yeah, everyone always
0: said like, are you, you know, do you, you know, are you upset that you don't go to the grocery store or that you can't make dinner every night? And I always was like, I am not because I know what I'm fantastic at. Mm -hmm. I know that when I'm at my office for the eight hours, I can do more for my family than I can, you know, doing wash or making dinner and you know, but that's not for everybody. You know, everybody needs to make their decisions of what makes that what they find joy and success in, mm-hmm. and I think that that's always so super important. So, um, who do you admire?
1: Ah, so this one is is hugely important to me. Um, obviously, individually, I love my mothers, my aunts, any woman that's had an impact in my life. Um, But for work purposes, I get to work with some of the most incredible women in this industry. I am so blessed to have the opportunity to work with you, Sue, Um, additional other women. I think 18 of our departments are run by women at this company. You, our top producing branch, is a woman. Our top two individual loan officers are women. To have and be surrounded by like-minded people in this that they go through the same things you know and to be able to lean on them for not only work and things like that but hey how do you balance your work and life and kids and everything else that to me is who i admire and the loan you guys all of them not just the women have a hard hard job i'm married to a loan officer so i watch what he goes through on a daily basis so all of you, to be honest. And
0: the, and the loan officers who have been in it for a long time make it look super easy and no. it's not super easy. No. And I, I try to tell the, the newer loan officers, like, it takes a decade to really own it and feel it. And and that being a loan officer and really being the head of of, you know, growth and development, it's an art. It's not a science. I mean, as much as everybody wants to make it a science, it is an art. It is a feel. It is, you know, knowing when you're going to go in for the kill, knowing when you're going to back off, knowing, you know, what makes someone tick and finding what that other person's passion is, especially in growth and development. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to
1: be willing to listen. And I always try to tell people when you're trying to recruit someone or partner with someone, you have to listen to those things, right? What's important to them? Switching jobs is one of the biggest three or four life events that you can do, right? Get married, have kids, buy a home, make a move, especially in a job. It's a big deal, and they have tons of questions and doubt and concern and so forth, that if you're pushy or you don't listen to what they want, you're not going to get the right people. You have to listen to them and then show them how you can truly help them and partner with them.
0: Yeah. I, I love, I love that. What if you had to change any other career into any other career? What would it be? <laughs> you know, it's funny. With all of the things that I've accomplished and done,
1: I would um, love to try stay, being a stay-at-home mom. I, I've worked since I was 13 years old. Um, yeah, just about. I was almost 14 when I got my first job. So I worked my more than half of my life. So if I had the opportunity, and maybe once my kids have all the grandbabies,
0: that's when I'll get to experience that. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. I you and I have very similar paths. I think I've done absolutely everything in the mortgage industry. I started as a post closer when I was right out of college, and you know definitely worked my way you know up and then back again. And uh, it that is something that i think would be a great thing to try to be a stay-at-home mom because i think that actually is probably the hardest job of all i Uh, I might regret that if i ever have
1: to do it but
0: you know you might come running back i have a question how being married to a loan officer
1: Uh Uh what's that
0: like how's that balance to even make that work that's awesome because most marriages of loan officers do not succeed, whether you're the man or the woman. How does, how, how, how what's the struggle and the, the little, um, you know, key, a little bad, right? the little key to success with that? And what, what can you tell all the men and women out there who are married to loan officers, how to make that work? Because you guys have a great relationship.
1: We do, um, a couple of things, a piece of advice or keys to that success. We have to consciously on a daily basis, remember that same thing when I get to work, right? When I get home, I don't have a spouse that isn't in the business. So it is very easy for us to, you know, talk about work for two to three hours after we get home. Oh, what was your day? What, and not the normal, hey, how was your day? But like into the nitty gritty of things. Um, so we have to make a very conscious effort to say, you know what, we're home, no more work talk, you know? let's talk about the kids, let's talk about date night, let's talk about whatever it may be, so we're not doing that. So that would be number one. Um, and the other thing is, you know, it's... I have the inside scoop on how he does his business, which is a huge benefit for what I personally do. So I, I try to pick his brain and see what's important to him to find those aspects of, you know how can I actually partner with these loan officers and you know make their reality um, special at our company? So I mean, it's it's finding that balance of stopping to talk about work
0: and and you know utilizing the fact that we have that relationship together. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you started Ladies of Lending
1: mm-hmm.
0: a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, oh, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so why did you feel that that was important to start uh for the mortgage and women in mortgage
1: well i go back and i think about when i first started in the business around 20 years ago the women that i was around were receptionists processors underwriters i didn't and i don't remember seeing any of them in leadership roles so as i grew in my business and watched you know up through and It was important for me to see the women come together in one safe place to talk about all of the challenges and realities of this business. So we started Ladies in Lending, and we've got almost 2,000 women in there now that are in there. And we do—we lean on one another, and empower each other, and help one another with scenarios and things that are going on. You know, how to even the work-life balance with inside of there. Mm -hmm. So it was close to my heart to see it grow, you know, from having no one in the industry as leaders of women to where it is now. And that was why we started it, to give us a place to help one another.
0: Yes, I love that you opened it to like, not only just to originators, but to absolutely everyone because the women in mortgage do so much. They do. do. um, And lots of times they're in the background. And, you know, they're the worker bees Mm -hmm. and um, to let them all, you know, be have a voice and have have a face is just such and have a platform that they can go and say, you know, I'm having a really rough day or I got laid off or, you know, maybe I need a different maybe I need a different place to work uh, is just so fantastic that you have that platform for them. And to have 2000 people is just fabulous so congratulations on that what n- what new thi- fun things are next for teresa oh okay well hopefully living in a warmer climate <laughs> um <laughs> well, it's hard to go from it's hard to go from 80 degrees to uh, 20 degrees <laughs> deep and rain
1: right now I'm, you know confused on what it wants to do um yeah you know right now i have found the absolute perfect seat on the mortgage bus. Um, I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. I have an incredible team. But unlike anyone, Sue, in five years, is it the same seat? I don't know. Maybe it's a little different seat on the bus. Maybe it's I find something different. But I truly believe it'll be somewhere in the mortgage industry, definitely at this company. I adore this place will always be here. But I'm always open to new challenges and experiences.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And just remember, everyone, passion, team, and control um, are the are the keys to Teresa's success. And she's wildly successful at Success Mortgage Partners, growing the growth and development team um, for Success. Uh, sky's the limit on that for sure. And I totally appreciate you sharing some time with me today to um, tell everybody how to grab their keys, how to succeed in business. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they get in touch with you?
1: They can uh, you know,
0: send me an email at tspraig
1: at um And I can get you my contact information, my phone number. If you are a woman in the industry, go to Ladies in Lending on our Facebook,
0: join the group. Uh, and we hope to see you there. And too, thank you so much. Thank you for all you do. And thanks for your time and giving us the keys to success. So everyone remember, tune in to all the places down below and also share, like, and tell people about Grab Your Keys because it will definitely help you have the keys to success. Have a great day. Thank Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone.
1: Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you, Abraham.